Shalom and welcome everyone to the Universal Garden of Emunah. As always, we are here in the Holy City of Jerusalem, in the Chut Shel Chesed Yeshiva, directed by our beloved spiritual guy, teacher, Rabbi Shalom Arush. Welcome everyone. I'm Yonatan Galed. You are beautiful people. I'm very happy to be here with you. It's been a long time. There were a few things happening in the world. <laughs> Some viruses going around. But here we are. We're continuing with are serious with our workshop. A lot to learn, a lot to accomplish, hopefully. But let's start with a little joke that has a lot to do with what we're going to talk today. This couple, husband and wife, they had a big fight. Really a big, big fight. And it reached such a level that they stopped talking to each other. Stopped talking to each other completely. They were really angry on one another. So they started communicating by putting, you know, these yellow notes on, you know, somewhere there in the kitchen. And uh, they were communicating with that on the fridge, you know, writing, tomorrow take the kids out of school at uh, 2 p.m. Uh, go shopping, bring me this and that. But everything written on the notes, on the yellow notes on the fridge. Okay. One day, the husband knew that tomorrow he needs to wake up very early, like around 6 a.m. And his wife, she always wake up, wakes up very early. So he wrote her a note. Wife, please wake me up tomorrow at 6 a.m. It's very important. Put the note on the fridge and good night. In the morning, he wakes up peacefully. Mm. 10 a.m. Oh no! What's going on? He was furious. He went to the kitchen and he sees a note on the fridge saying, It's 6 a.m. Wake up! <laughs> you can imagine what happened in that house later on in the day. But what happened here? What was the case here? Lack of communication. They weren't communicating. And that happens a lot, you know, in marriage. And that happens a lot also in our relationship with the Creator. So we will speak about that immediately, in a few seconds. But a few announcements. First of all, I want to thank all of you that wrote us. We've received so many mails asking what's going on, what happened with the coronavirus, we disappeared. You know, there was quarantine, we couldn't come here and, and you know, tape all the classes. And uh, it, it, was, it was a time, you know, a little bit complicated. Now we're happy to be back. And hopefully you are all okay. We wish, you know, that everyone will be healthy and strong. And I think if we will think about it a little bit, we will see that the cure is in the things we are learning together. Because I think that we need to see this that we have a role in something huge in human history. We are a part of human history, everything going on in the world. This coronavirus 
that changed the entire world. And it's really funny that the name of this virus is coronavirus. Because I don't know if you, if you probably saw, you know, the, the, the picture of that virus. It looks more like, you know, a porcupine. <laughs> if you ask me, I say porcupine. Or like a blowfish, you know, this fish that has... What it has to do, corona is crown in Latin. What does it have to do with a crown? It looks like a, a porcupine. Porcupine virus. That sounds good, you know. That, 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 sounds, that sounds better. Why did the creator put in the heads of all the scientists to call this virus corona, crown, the crown virus? I think, and I saw, you know, a few ancient Midrashim commentaries of, of the sages. We see that the creator, in a way, is bringing us all to crown the truth, to crown him, to see that with all technology, with everything that humankind reached, after all, this tiny little virus that you can't even see, they say it came from a bat, or from Batman, I don't know where, but this little, little thing can drive the world crazy. And all your bombs and tanks and, and, I don't know, technology, nothing. Just what quarantine. Don't go, don't go out. Don't speak. Don't go. Don't. But do you have something to help? Uh, just stay away. Just close yourself in your homes. <laughs> you don't need technology for that. We see that the Creator wants us to wake up. He's doing a reset to the entire world. He's making us open our eyes and start seeing Him in every detail. The crown virus. We have crowned too many things that are vanity. We crowned all our earthly desires before everything else. We crowned things that has nothing to do with the purpose of life. And we forgot there's one and only, the one and only that deserves the crown. He manages everything. And with this tiny little virus, we're waking up. So we wish all the sick uh, people in the world that they will have complete, 100% health come back to life. We, we dedicate these teachings also for all the ones that left the world uh, because of this virus. And we really hope that we can take the message from this period of time in human history when mankind is the most advanced than ever before. And with all of that, our hands are tied because we need to understand the message, the crown. Who does the crown belongs? And when a person knows there's only one that wears a crown, which represents the one that controls and manages everything, then everything comes into proportion and we know what I have to do, what do I have to search. We can start living in a real way. And that's what Emuna is all about. It's about searching the one with the crown and connecting with him. And you know what? A person that is connected to a king, so he's got influence. <laughs> he's well connected. So, you know, the king is on his side. Emuna 
is being one with the king. And just like he is supreme, he can do everything. He can do, give you everything you need. So when you're connected with him, you actually have everything you need. Because you are one with him. And also you realize that a lot of things you thought you needed, you don't really need. They're worthless. And you start wanting the truth, the essence of life. And that's the connection with the one above that loves us and wants us to live a spiritual life in this earthly world. Taking everything that is material and uplifting it to spirituality and living the best, sweetest life ever. So this is like an introduction to everything we're talking about. So once more, thank you for all your mails. Thank you for all the ones that were worried, we're okay, we're happy, we want to spread the message. We're now continuing. Hopefully we can continue without stopping each and every week. Uh, we're still waiting for your mails, the ones that don't know the mail. So we've got a special mail for jokes. That is yonatan.jokes at gmail.com. Yonatan is Y-O-N-A-T-A-N dot jokes at gmail.com. And another mail for questions, for information, to keep in touch, that's yonatan.emuna. Yonatan, Y-O-N-A-T-A-N dot emuna, E-M-U-N-A at gmail.com. And also you can win. We have every week. We're going to have a winner that we will receive the book, The Universal Garden of Emuna. So the ones that are sending mails, writing comments down below there in the comment section, you will enter this, uh, you will be able to receive a prize. So let's start. I talked enough. What else? I don't know. I'm really excited. Too much things, too many things, and a lot of time we've been away. Let's do this. Okay. So let's start. Where now? We have started, actually, chapter 3, and we started talking about what is emuna, not with physical might. We learned that we need to search what is actually what we want in our lives. The power of prayer, a lot of things, and we didn't even start scratching what is emuna. So, one step at a time. Let's start today. We're in page, let's see, page 55. 5-5. Five, five. That's good. 5-5. Five, five. <laughs> and the power of Amuna. Let's see, what is the power of Amuna? So, let's see. Amuna is the greatest power a person has. By way of Amuna, he's capable of of jumping over every hurdle in life. And again, we're asking how? What does it mean? We will learn. But first we need to know, you know, when you give a present to someone, you need to explain him first what it's, what it's, it's, its importance, its value. And then you can understand how to use it, how to work with it. So a person that has a Muna, is capable of jumping over every hurdle in life. He easily rolls with the punches of income problems, marital challenges, like in the joke, and child education difficulties, and life's ups and downs, which life is 
full of these ups and downs. What does Emuna do? Emuna smooths the wrinkles. Emuna smooths the wrinkles. What does it mean? You have a pretty face. It's got wrinkles. Smoothing the wrinkles just shows you what's behind the wrinkles. A beautiful face, but there's a few wrinkles there and maybe you can't see exactly what it's all about. That's what Emuna does. It shows you the real face of this creation. What's behind the wrinkles that sometimes are really, are more like scars. <laughs> and we need to know how to live with it and reveal what's behind them. If you look carefully, we see that Emuna is the only power that always stands at a person's disposal and never disappoints us even after a person's death. It continues with us because it's a spiritual power. So it's something that doesn't disappear. Without Emuna, a person is rendered helpless, futile, and vulnerable to despair. His life in this his life is in danger of total breakdown. And we see that all the times in the mails we receive with people we meet, people that feel they don't have what to live for. They feel life is a burden. It's something that they don't want. And you know why? Because they never tasted life. They never tasted a sweet, beautiful life. They, they, they suffer. And, and they're right. Most of the people suffer. Because they feel this is heavy. This is not for me. This is too much. I can't handle all of this. What are we lacking? We're lacking the spiritual tool that we need to overcome everything. And that's what Amuna is all about. And also these days with this virus or whatever other problem, we see that our hands are tied. What can we do? We can use our hands to talk with the one that created everything, creates everything gives life to everything, and that is something we need to learn how. Because all the religions in the world say, yeah, there's a creator, there's God, do this, do that. But what do we need to do in day-to-day -day life? What do we need to do? How can we live this life correctly? What is the things we need to do? That we can only understand when we learn the steps and the levels of Amunah. So let's see. Despair and breakdowns result from the lack of emuna, when a person cannot see any hope or solution to his dilemma. Yet, a person with emuna knows that there is no situation in the world that defies the Creator's salvation. He can save you for every situation. It doesn't matter how complicated it is, He can take you out of it. Do you know why? A secret? He's the one who put you there. <laughs> He's the one who put you in, the in this trouble, in this situation. And why? He wants to make you grow. He wants to, he wants to lift you up. But if you don't know that, you just sink in the problem like a bird that doesn't know she can fly. And that's a shame. So we need to learn. The Tanakh, the, Tanakh, the, the, the Hebrew Bible, the original Bible tells us about King Hezekiah. Do you know who King Hezekiah is? King Hezekiah. That's how you call it in English. Hezekiah. Okay, but it's Hezekiah. It's very inter interesting, this name. 
he was a very tzaddik, he was a righteous man. Chizkiyahu, the name Chizkiyahu in, in Hebrew, translates, it's actually, actually three words. Chizkiyahu. Chizki, my strength, is the eternal, the creator. Chizkiyahu. My strength is Jah, is the creator, is that who it is. So three words. My strength is the eternal, the creator. Chizkiyahu. So King Hezekiah, a direct descendant of King David. What happened with him? Isaiah, that's <laughs> Yeshayahu in Hebrew, the prophet. Yeshayahu, the prophet, Isaiah, Isaiah the prophet, informed King Hezekiah that the latter was about to be punished and die. There was something happened there, and he announced him that he is going to be punished by death. He's going to die. Death by heaven. Hezekiah, Hezekiah answered, My great-grandfather, who was the great-grandfather of King Hezekiah? King David. King David. My great-grandfather, King David, taught that even if a sharp sword is resting on a person's neck, even if a sharp sword is resting on a person's neck, he should not prevent himself from mercy. That's the sentence he said. That's the translation. What does he mean? Should not prevent himself from mercy. From the human being? Please don't hurt me, no. Rachamim, the word Rachamim, which, which translates as mercy, signifies the mercy of the Creator. The Creator's mercy. What does he mean he shouldn't lose hope or prevent himself from the Creator's mercy? The sages teaches us. Ask from he for help from the Creator himself. The one who put you in this trouble, he's got the key to take you out. And how do I? How do I ask for his mercy? I move my lips <laughs> and I pray. What does it mean to pray? To speak with him. Speak to him. You don't need a text. We've got a prayer book. That's excellent. But there's moments you need to just open your heart and speak with the Creator. Father in heaven, Almighty God, help me. I have no one to turn to. I'm stuck. I'm, I'm in a death threat. I, I, I'm, I need your help. Please help me. Please take me out of this situation. But normally a person starts thinking, maybe I can do that, or this trick, and I will, I will tell him that. Just speak to the Creator. Speak with the one who put you in this situation for your very best. And if this situation wakes you up and motivates you to speak with Him, then mission accomplished. You don't need this situation anymore. You don't need these trials and tribulations anymore because <laughs> you took this situation and uplifted yourself, asking help from the Creator. That was the point of all this test. That was the point of everything. Don't prevent yourself from the Creator's mercy. Means that you should pray. Maybe there's no logical or natural solution, but prayer defies nat nature and logic. 
Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, the great doctor of the soul, he, he taught that prayer, what, call, what we call in Hebrew tefillah, tefillah, prayer, is above nature. God, the Creator, created nature with the laws of nature, but He also created prayer. He gave us the present, the gift of prayer. And prayer is beyond the laws of nature. So even if the laws of nature define that this needs to be like this, and this has to be like that, prayer is above them. So it can change even the laws of nature. Why? Because prayer is a direct connection with the Creator. So we need to know that. We need to know the definitions of all these concepts. When a person turns to faith and prayer, he overrides, listen to these words, he overrides nature, overrides nature and invokes enhanced divine providence. He received a specific and special supervision from the Creator. Overrides nature and invokes enhanced divine providence. This is amazing. Just by turning to the Creator, his resolve and confidence are strengthened and he becomes encouraged, better prepared to successfully deal with the difficulties and challenges at hand. So it changes everything. Your physical power, it gives you physical power. It gives you emotional power. Emotional power. And it gives you spiritual power. Because you are connected to the source. <laughs> the power, the source of all the power. And we need to know. You can say, who am I that the Creator will listen to me? <laughs> who am I? You are very important. You are very important. You know why? Because the Creator is your father. You are his son. You are his daughter. He will never leave you. He will never abandon you. That's a promise. The problem is that we don't think and look at ourselves as the children of the Creator. No, I'm, I'm not good as this and in that and this and that and that. And we disconnect ourselves from Him. When we start doing the correct job. We're working on ourselves to remember, I'm a son of the Creator. I'm the daughter of the Creator. I'm a prince. You're a princess. And my father, the king, wants the best for me. And he can give it to me. <laughs> because he's my father on one hand, but he's also the king of kings. So everything is under his control. That's Amuna, to believe in that. That's the beginning of Emunah. From there we can start building the, the levels of Emunah. So just by turning to the Creator, everything changes. Receive power, encouragement, everything we, we need. And not only that person that is a person of Emunah, a man, a woman of Emunah, not only does he overcome tribulations, but he becomes stronger in doing so. By dealing with life's troubles with Amuna, his spirit becomes stronger and he gets to know the Creator, thereby accomplishing his mission in life. The most important thing, 
to accomplish our mission in life. The reason why we came to this world it's not just to see, you know, watch football and eat hamburgers and uh, just have fun. The Creator want us, wants us to have fun, but real fun. <laughs> when we accomplish our mission, there's nothing better than that. Inner peace, happiness. You feel alive. And that's so amazing. It's not a feeling that gets erased after 10 minutes or one hour or two days. It's something that stays because it's something, it's something spiritual. Therefore, it's something eternal. Let's see a few more words and we'll see what our mission for this week is. Let's see. So, the loving Creator uses life's difficulties and challenges to bring a person closer, not to punish him away. Not to push him away. It's not a punishment. It's a reward. It's a gift. The Creator just wants to take us to fulfill our life mission. He wants to take us to our perfection. And how? How? You know, you have all kind of sports. You got football. You got, you know, even horses, you know, running around. And who's the winner? The one that puts the effort and goes for it. You can't receive a prize. You can't receive a medal. You can't receive, you can't receive a trophy without having something to accomplish, without having a test, a difficulty. Why people expect spirituality to be like, you know, free gifts. You receive everything. You know, Harry Potter, you, you do some uh, magic and <laughs> receive everything. That's a lie. That's false spirituality. A spirituality that's promises you to receive everything free, free, without doing nothing, just sit around and you'll get salvation and you get, you know, everything you want. That's false. Just like in the material world, you need to work to achieve, to reach something, to reach a goal. How people say, keep your eyes on the prize. How? When you're working hard, but remember, there's a prize. Also in spirituality. Authentic spirituality makes you work, but a pleasant work. If you know what you need to do, it's very pleasant. This book will teach us what to do, how to see our point of view on life, how to enjoy even the hard times, because we know they're taking us to that prize, to our perfection, to our mission in life. Rabbi Nachman of Breslev, Rabbi Nachman of Breslev, the doctor of the souls, writes that the person with a Muna always lives a good life. Even when life does, doesn't go according to the way we would want it to. Even though it's a good life. Why? Because when you have a Muna, the person with a Muna knows that since everything comes from the Creator, then everything is certainly for the very best. This is one of the greatest rules of a Muna. Since everything comes from the Creator and is the source of goodness, so everything is for the best. Everything is from Him and everything is for the best. Even the hard times, even things I don't like. But someone without Emuna is miserable. As soon as he has the slightest discomfort in life, he loses all of his joy and will to live. For his, 
life becomes unbearable. Unbearable. He doesn't know how to, to, to do things. He doesn't know what... There's no escape doors there. He, he, he feels stuck. Everything closing on him. That's a terrible feeling. Terrible feeling. And that's not what the Creator wants. He wants us to know the way. He has nothing cons to console himself. For he, has no, for he has no emuna and no one to turn to. But with emuna, his life is always good. That's what Rabbi Nachman teaches us. If we will learn how to use emuna, the rules of emuna, how to apply it in every situation in life, we're going to have the best life in the world. You want to hear a better definition? We're going to live, listen carefully, we're going to live in heaven. Heaven on earth. Literally. Heaven on earth. A person that will leave this world after living an emuna-based life, he won't feel the difference between living in this world and passing on to heaven because from one heaven to the other. <laughs> That's all. We can live in heaven in this world. I didn't say it's easy when we don't know how. When we know how, then everything is easy because you know what to do. Same like a person starts driving, he doesn't know, in the, the beginning it looks so complicated. After a while, when he's got, you know, good, you know, hundreds of miles on the road, he doesn't even feel his driving. It's so natural, natural for him, he's like with a hand like this, <laughs> like a gangster. He's driving around, having fun, hearing music. He doesn't even feel that he's driving. But before, the first time was, oh, what, what, what do I do? The wheel, this and that, the mirrors. Suddenly it becomes very natural. So we need to learn, we need to practice, we need to smile, because we received here an amazing gift. The Universal Garden of Amuna is opening in front of our eyes, and also with this coronavirus, and with everything going around, this is the cure we all need. And this is the time to apply it and live by the rules of Emuna, that is the greatest gift the Creator gave the world, and is, it's for everyone. It doesn't matter your background, uh, your religion, where you come from, how you look. It doesn't matter what kind of mask you put <laughs> against the virus. Just smile, open your ears, open your heart, and put it to practice. Start living but by what we're learning. So, for today, We'll stop here and we'll continue next week and hopefully everybody will see how with each step we take doors are getting opened and lives become so beautiful and so sweet so there's a lot to wait for and now let's announce the winner of this week from all your maids we had to choose just one you know whatever comes out and the winner of this week, his name is Javi. Yes, Javi. I think that's a Latin name. <laughs> Javi G. Okay, he's from Miami. We got your mail. But please, send us all the details we need to yonatan.emuna at gmail.com so we can send you your prize that is actually the book, The Garden of Emuna. So Javi G from Miami. You're the winner of this week, and thank you for your letter and worrying about us, but we're all just fine. Rabbi Arush is fine, and let's continue spreading the word of Amuna, 
the light of Emunah, so we can soon see a world, a rectified world, world, the world shining, the world shining with the light of Emunah, may it be speedily and in our days. Amen.